0: When we value what we have, when we are fully present and see all that we have in front of us, what we have becomes so much more valuable. The amazing thing about the mushrooms is that they speak. They talk to you. They will answer questions, carry on conversations. Psilocybin just pulls up a chair
1: on the porch and puts its feet up. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Psilocybin Says. This is Courtney Rose.
0: And Eric Osborne.
1: We're so glad to be back with you today after a little hiatus of no, just sorry. Eric and I yeah. recording podcasts together. It has been
0: a whirlwind of the past few weeks. Ooh, man. Yeah. Went down to Florida, did a little uh, sanctuary service down there, saw mm-hmm. some alligators and crocodiles and mm-hmm. uh, did some putt putt and had some really nice time with the family. That was a much needed mm-hmm. break and saw some friends and people that we care a lot about. So. Yeah,
1: Theo got to put his toes in sand mm-hmm. again, Man, which was, was really nice so for him.
0: Great seeing him like remember
1: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he grew up in the sand.
0: There's a little bit of that, kind of that now, right? Like that was like Mm -hmm. the past coming present sort of thing, Mm -hmm. you know? That's an interesting thing. As we talk about today, we're going to be talking about the present being in the moment, uh, the now. And uh, it's, it's really neat to see when kind of there's like this like culmination of, moments that lead to a moment and that now is like an aha. Like you saw that in his face, like, ah, wow, yeah, I remember. Mm -hmm. You know, the past became the present sort of thing.
1: Yeah. I tend to uh, underestimate the power of our past and Mm -hmm. how revisiting that sometimes can be really valuable for us in the now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's a balance. It is a balance. <laughs> of is not a balance. dwelling in the past, but just kind of touching on it and gleaning certain lessons and experiences.
0: Yeah, there's a graphic that I see on Instagram. There's, this, I don't know, some spiritual community that I follow. And uh, they have this graphic that shows most of the time we see there's like three big balls, right? Or three balls past, present, and future. And usually we have the past and the present are the biggest, or the past mm. and the future are the biggest circles. Mm. And then the now mm. is like this little, mm-hmm. little one. And then, the, and then they're, they're saying like the inverse of that is it should be. The now is the bigger circle mm. and the past and the future are the smaller circles. And uh, so it, make, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, we cannot escape from our past because it's made us who we are. Mm -hmm. And we can't escape from the future because it's where we're going. Right. Yeah. But it's all of that culminates again into who we are, where we are right now. Right now. Yeah. So I had a big uh, wake up this week. Um, I have spent so much of my life like so ridiculous. Like how many times the mushrooms have tried to point me to right now and Many, many times within the mushroom space in particular, I have been hyper now and that has allowed me great utility in that space, but it's been really tough for me to bring that concept into my daily life. I have been such a, I don't know, people use different terms, uh, but you know, I do feel like I can see into the future in many ways. And I am a a big thinker in a lot of ways and that's great. But it also has been really problematic in that I've spent so much of my time in these future, what ifs, and also in the past, Mm -hmm. what if I would have done something differently? What if it would have been like this? And then things would be different now, Mm -hmm. you know, and yeah, me too. Well, I think I think it most of us do, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's like it's not. Uh, this is not Eric having some, you know, you very unique unique <laughs> experience. This is all of us. But what was really unique for me is the intensity in which the present became in came into my focus, and then what that allowed my experience to become. And and that's big thing I'd like to share here, uh, in the hopes that it can inspire others to, you know, just be more present. Mm-hmm. So can you, like, you've, you have seen this thing happening f- from the outside.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, maybe you can talk. Because it has been, like, a visible mm-hmm. thing, right? Like, it's been an experience for our family. Yeah. This awakening. It's,
1: it is so crazy how we can shift our... Our state of existence Mm -hmm. in an instant because that from the outside Mm -hmm. that is what seemed to happen with Mm -hmm. you (laughs) a few days ago yeah Yeah, so we were we were eating dinner outside and you were expressing a lot of frustration around a certain topic that we've been discussing and experiencing for really our entire relationship together and before that Um, but in particular the past couple months And uh, and that is in our relationship, which we are on this journey of discovering what is or what do we want our relationship to look like and how do we want to explore with ourselves and other people and um, looking at that in terms of ethical non monogamy. And I've been talking with uh, a man really for the first time and really starting to explore that, and we've been having a lot of conversations around that, and you were expressing a lot of frustration, and then you needed to leave to take Jacob, your son, to his mom's house, and you came back from taking him to his mom's house, and it was like a 180. You, I was kind of bracing myself actually for a really challenging evening of processing with you and I like just talking about feelings that were coming up and fears and that whole side of really relationships in general Mm -hmm. and working through feelings Uh, that's what I was expecting when you came back home and instead you came to the door and you just smiled and looked me in the eyes and hugged me and said I just love you so much and I just want to focus on right now and right now we have each other we have our family which is beautiful and healthy and happy and We have a home and we have so many people that love us and we have so many opportunities and we're doing such great work and people value the work that we're doing. And oh my God, why am I thinking about anything else? I'm not. I'm right here. And then you sent me the lyrics to the song, this Van Halen song. You know, listened to it 15 times right more. now, <laughs> I'm not a now. I'm
0: not a big Van Halen fan. For those who may be wondering right now, but the song popped in my head, ironically, like two days before all of this, and mm-hmm. then I listened to it that mm-hmm. day, and I was like, "Oh my God, that's why this song popped in my head two days before all this happened."
1: Yeah it's incredible how we impact the space around us Mm -hmm. so greatly. Like I didn't even realize how heavy, like the space had felt so heavy Mm -hmm. for the, I don't, I can't remember that day in detail a few days ago, honestly, but it was
0: for a couple of days. I mean, it was been a couple of days that I was in a pretty, you know, I've been stressing out about mm -hmm. work stuff and sanctuary and how we're going to get this thing going and, Mm -hmm. you know, money coming in for our family and uh, the, all the COVID crisis and the childcare and then, you know, the relationship stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I had spent so much that like for three days prior to this kind of bubble popping, I had just been worrying about the future, thinking about the future, thinking about the future.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And, and that can be like a benefit to this type of relationship style that we just kind of touched on of, involving other people intimately in one's life and family is that it can help break up these loops that we find ourselves in with our partners and which is really hard like when you're feeling really down then for a little bit like my experience is that I try and okay stay positive like you know, be an example for you so that you can, that, you know, that's reflected to you and we don't have to be living in the past or the future. And, and then when it doesn't happen quickly, when your partner doesn't shift quickly, then it's a lot of energy to try and keep that up. And then we find ourselves kind of going into that place. And then it gets harder for our partner to lift themselves up sometimes. And then before we know it, we're in this we can get in this loop of mm-hmm. uh, this feedback loop with mm-hmm. each other. And that's kind of where we were at. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was amazing to me experiencing you coming home and being, it felt like, felt like a thousand pounds was lifted off of you. And as soon yeah. as you walked in the door, like it was like the whole house just got bright, like your energy, is so big and when you shift your emotional state in either direction it's felt by like I feel like a a huge space experiences it
0: Mm -hmm. and And so that's been a problem excuse me and that's been something that I have felt like was was problematic for a long time and maybe because I haven't been aware of how to immediately shift it in a positive way i've had a very strong tendency to when i am of a, a, a low space it takes me a long time to get out of that uh and this was like a key it was like this this nowness was like a key that unlocked all of this energy and all this ability and i could feel the space around me shift I've, told you that i felt like you know before this shift happened i was feeling really tired and dragging and just felt drained and then mm-hmm. as i started to bring my awareness to the to the now and the immediacy like right everything that was around me the air the people the cars the clouds the trees that birds all the things that i could see feel hear smell it was like it began to charge my aura or my Mm -hmm. energy field. Like I could just, and I just felt like so empowered. Mm -hmm. So it was amazing. And it really felt like some kind of quantum level shift in Mm -hmm. my being. And then for you to explain the feeling of that in that way Mm -hmm. is, is confirms that, Mm -hmm. but you know what this really, the, the big thing that this has really opened me up to in the last three or four days um, is how much in, in this, as you said, this journey in relationships of monogamy, non-monogamy, ethical non-monogamy, whatnot, in, in, in this journey, I have spent so much of my time looking outside seeking something that was not in front of me feeling like I had to have something that I didn't have feeling like I didn't have something and that I had to seek it out and look for it outside and when I started to look around in my own sphere and started to realize how very rich I am and how much I have it was like all of that just it just like has just, it's just dissipated in such a huge way. And it's such a weight off of my shoulders. I mean, I can't even tell you how many, how many thousands and thousands of hours I have spent. And you know, you've watched me in this, you know, like I have, I have tried to fill a hole that I believe that, that seemed, to be unfilled from my childhood. I tried to feel a hole of intimacy that when I look back I can I can I can understand where that sense of lack came from, but all along that sense of lack was not was not real. It was not true. I mean You know, maybe I didn't get as much affection and nurturing as a child as I, you know, as a child once or whatever. Um, But, and and that created or it allowed me to hyper focus on that or I became hyper focused on the lack of affection and love. And then so that set me up on this pathway of just like really just focusing on what I didn't have. And I don't know. I just feel like I have something I just like, this has like been a lifesaver for me right now because while you have been so patient with me and you have seen me put energy and attention into people and situations that did not return that energy and attention, which is another kind of loop from my childhood, you know, Mm. um, You've been just so patient with me and so, so caring. And that, that really, you're, you continuing to be there has, is what in large part has given me that sense of safety where I could eventually come to look around right now and see how fortunate I am. And, you know, like that's... I don't know, it's just, it's not to say that, that, you know, there won't be struggles or that, like, you know, like, I have, I have, I have struggled with monogamy for, since I was in, like, third or fourth grade, you know, I've told you how many times have I told you that, like, I've always just felt more balanced when there were, like, two women in my life, that's just always how I felt more balanced, um, but I've had this sense I've had this, I've been telling myself for years that if that's not the case, if that's not what I'm experiencing, then I am somehow in lack. And it's just, I don't know. It's just so not true. And it's a lot, it's a lot for me to try to verbally process because it's a lot that I'm still processing. I even had this morning, I had a, kind of another opening up as I was cooking breakfast and I I realized to myself like if I was single I would do anything for the life that I have now for the partner the children the home like my my 20 year old self would do any fucking thing for this right here and why in the world would I be sitting here with all this amazing relationship and family and everything that I have and wanting more when I have the very thing that I would do anything for. And so it's just another kind of window into when we value what we have when we are fully present and see all that we have in front of us, that what we have becomes so much more valuable. Mm -hmm. You know, you like, I don't look at people in terms of like worth or value necessarily, but in the last Mm -hmm. two days I've, I have like fallen, fallen in love with you exponentially more because I've I've like see it's like almost like seeing you for the first time somehow you know like oh my god like look at this amazing person that is right here in front of me mm-hmm. it's so and then my kids and the dog and the, the books and the microphones and all just all the stuff that's around us everything that has we have around us that supports us and allows us to express and live and be and
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and i would encourage listeners out there like right now you can look around you and take an inventory and see how many how much amazing life experience there is around you and we get so focused on what we don't have and that we should have more and that, that we're not happy and that this is wrong and that's right and it's like yeah there's always like there's always more to have. There's always more to have. You can have more money. You can have more stuff. You can have more sex. You can have more of this. You can have more that. But, like, look around you and look at the, and, like, there is so much around us mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if any of this makes much sense to people. To me, it's still, mm-hmm. it's still so kind of, it's, it's all coming together. You know, it's like, I, I feel like, I've had moments where, you know, years of psychedelic experience start to just like all the pieces put together and like, holy shit, that's what this has been leading me to. And I even said to Courtney this Mm -hmm. morning as we were walking the, the dog and the kids and stuff and just like, I'm actually so grateful for all of the past all of my past living in the future because that is ultimately what has brought me back to now me living in, in this like all these what ifs
1: mm-hmm.
0: is ultimately what brought me right now to be so present
1: mm. yeah there's so much there's so much there
0: I mean, look at our, um, like, like our bodies, if I take my focus to right now, the, I'm, I'm like not aware. I can't even be aware of all the amazing stuff that's happening inside of our bodies right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's baffling. It's mind blowing.
1: Yeah, it really is. I remember before when I was living kind of on my own, when I had a roommate, this was like 12, 13 years ago, I was living in an apartment and I was just working part time and going to school. And I was meditating so much, like one to two hours a day and just sitting. And at first how incredibly difficult that was for me to just sit for even five minutes. And then very quickly it was the most rewarding experience that I could imagine was realizing that in this moment with my eyes closed, essentially having nothing in the moment, I had everything that I could ever have. I had my breath. I had this infinity within. Like when we realize that being quiet and sitting, we, we just are and here we are existing what a miracle that is just right now Mm -hmm. just right now we yeah we really ultimately that's all we have is our breath Mm -hmm. and what we see like what you've been saying in the past few days is the people in your immediate vicinity like those are the people that you have Mm -hmm. and so true and so powerful and <clears throat> it is such a balance. Like it, to, uh, it's a, such a dance. Mm-hmm. Being in that place of having a, a a bigger vision for your life, you know. Say you are in a really unhealthy relationship. Maybe you're living with someone that mm-hmm. is in a really, really bad place and isn't maybe isn't willing to try and be in a better place. Mm-hmm then you know understandably you're thinking like how the hell do i get out of this situation like Mm -hmm. this now is not too great for me Mm -hmm. and that is totally understandable like yes is trying to plan like how do i get myself out of this situation yes so that i can be and i can be but if you, I can if, be at peace,
0: if you're in that situation and you look around right now, then you will find that you do have resources to get you yeah. out of that situation. Right. So like, that's the thing is we spend a ton of time mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, shit sucks so bad right now and I can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. That's not the truth. Mm-hmm. You can, you have all the opportunity. We actually have all the resources. Like you're saying, everything is available to us in the moment right now. It might not be like, mm-hmm. you know, you might not have a fucking jet airplane or whatever it is to fly you off to another land or whatever, but there are resources at your disposal that can help you move towards Mm -hmm. the life that you want. And there's no, there's no, like, it's a good thing to have ambition. It's a good thing to Mm -hmm. want to see better for your children and better for your spouse and yourself and all the people that you love and all that kind of stuff. It's not to say that we should just, be like, oh, well, it's all right now. And I don't have to think about how I'm going to feed my family tomorrow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. But if we're spending all this time thinking about how I'm going to feed my family tomorrow and not appreciating our family, mm-hmm. then we're missing out the point. And I love how you use the analogy of a dance because we do. It's like back and forth in time. You do reflect on the past. You do reflect, you know, you look towards the future. But ultimately... You're spinning on the floor of now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can this, like, this dance of, okay, I'm going to do the cha-cha. <laughs> and, you know, like, you know, generally speaking, the, the footwork of that dance. However, you don't know, you don't know how maybe your partner is going to dance Mm -hmm. maybe they're gonna misstep and you'll have to go with the flow and be in that moment and like having a a general idea of where you want to go yeah seems like a great idea (laughs) like it's a great way have a direction and feel a sense of okay I know what I'm working towards I have a vision that feels really exciting and then kind of letting go Mm -hmm. of the What happens between right now and that now mm-hmm. <laughs> that you mm-hmm. come across at the end of the dance? Like, mm-hmm. it's always now. Mm-hmm. And
0: because, I mean, even even in this terms of, you know, monogamy or related, ethical, ethical non monogamy, I mean, it does, it still sounds like a, a beautiful thing for there to be another woman in our life or another man or a man and a woman or whatever, for there to be like other people in our lives that we care about that contribute to our family and our growth and that we share intimacy that mm-hmm. feels that feels great. Like to think about that as a possibility is like, it's wonderful, but to spend so much time on like fucking dating apps or like, like trying to meet people or mm-hmm. thinking where's the person or all this. Like, it's just like, I love you. I don't, I haven't wanted to have, you know, other relationships because I don't love you or because I'm not attracted to you. It's been something that a, I know is a psychological hole that I've tried to fill. Right. Doesn't mean that I shouldn't, it doesn't mean that I should not try to have, or it doesn't mean that I should not experience further intimacy because it's a psychological lack, right? It's, it can be a healthy way to like, like, making up for the lack that we've had in the past mm-hmm. can be a healthy way to feel whole. Not to fill the whole, but to feel whole, right? If I've had, and I mean, I'm, I'll use a relationship thing, and in, in for instance, so like, you know, I feel very much that I did not get very much intimacy as a child and a lot of, nur- you know, nur- nurturing or whatever. And so it's not wrong for me to you know, be open to having extra intimacy to make up for the intimacy that I didn't get when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. But it's not helpful. It's actually harmful for me to be constantly seeking that out and neglecting what I have right here in the hopes of filling a hole, right? So Mm -hmm. feeling whole Versus filling a hole, I think, is a very different concept. And you can, feel, you can absolutely feel whole without anybody. But, like, you know, like the love of a dog, like having a, having a dog that loves me, like that adds intimacy to my life that is very valuable, right? Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm like constantly thinking about getting the next dog, and where's the dog, and owning another dog, and having more dogs and more dogs, and can become crazy dog guy or something like that, then yeah, maybe that that's getting to be a problem. That's not
1: it's mm-hmm.
0: not appreciating the dog <laughs> that you have mm-hmm. or the love that you have, you know. And so, I just like I want to distinguish that I'm not saying that for anybody's lifestyle. Like if you if you feel like having, you know, whatever whatever kind of lifestyle you feel like having is okay, but it's important that we assess how we're going about that, like where we're putting our focus, mm-hmm. are we aware, you know, where this stems from? And so again, like I I'm, I'm not opposed to us having more intimacy in our lives from, from other people,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but my focus has shift shifted so drastically to valuing the intimacy that I have it's like you mm-hmm. just you just turned into two people you know what I mean like because I was focusing so much on an an other mm-hmm. that now that I've put this focus back here in this moment it's like I don't even give a shit I don't I, don't. I literally like and this it's so freeing because in the first time in fucking 20 years at least mm-hmm. it's the first time that I can feel like I sincerely don't give a shit if there's another woman in my life like that's the first time i felt that in 20 years
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it is so freeing and i don't know man i just like
1: yeah it makes a big difference as your partner to be feeling that kind of appreciation that kind of love like it feels really like it feel like it fills my cup like, it feels so good and rich. Like, I feel like I've got more to give Well, now. I just, you know, I've said it and, already,
0: and I don't want to say it again. Like, I, I, I am sorry that I have spent so much time focusing on what I didn't have. And you are an amazing human being. You are an amazing human being. You're just, like, one of the most fantastic people that I've ever met. And... I just you know for real i'm not saying this for people to hear i'm saying this for you again i'm i deeply apologize for all of the hours that i've spent focusing on something else and i'm so grateful that you've been patient with me and i'm so grateful to be able to turn that energy back right here and focus on on fully on us and you and
1: thank you That means it feels really, really good to hear. I really appreciate you acknowledging that and just wanting to be present with what we have, which is a lot. And so me too. Like I, I, I do, I want that too. And I, I also like, I've definitely regret and I apologize for all the time I've spent what ifing. Like I've done a lot of that too. But like, it's all I mean, been a I've worry
0: done... about it's all been what ifing because of me living elsewhere, me living mentally somewhere else. I mean, you're really very good about being present. You're really quite good about it. I mean you do get into some loops and and whatnot, but you know, it, it reminds me of that trip that we had out in Indiana one time where I was just going through this fucking like I don't know. Really tough time. Like, I was I don't know how to explain, it, but I was really having a challenging experience. And you were standing. You were like twenty feet away from me, and it was like you were just like standing there, just like not beckoning me, but almost like saying, like, you can just come over here. You can just come over here. And like you couldn't come to me. There was like this. I know you remember. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't come towards me, and you were just like standing there, like Eric. You can just. You can just walk over here into it's it's easy over here. It's light over here. And like that's a lot of what this is. Like I was in that trip. I was living in this what ifs and in the future and in the possibilities and in the questions and the fears and all this stuff. And you were just like in the now. Just like you can just come over here and just be right here right now if you want to. It's really nice over here. Yeah, we do that
1: for each other. Yeah, you really
0: do do that for me a lot. And I feel like that's, I don't know. I feel like in a lot of ways, this is kind of a payday for you on all that. And I I just like, I've always tried to show you my love and appreciation, you know. Um, But I feel like this is just like, I don't know, man. I feel like, like, I got so much money in the bank right now. (laughs) It's kind of how it felt, you know. It's just like, cha-ching. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> and uh yeah so I feel like in a lot of ways it's like your patience has paid off and I can just be so so present for you and just and like I fucking wanted like I've got the some music out this morning it's like let's dance again you know like I feel like I'm getting back mm-hmm. a lot of my old self mm-hmm. you know and just god what just is
1: you it? it's just you just it's getting... just
0: me yeah it's not the old self it's just me
1: yeah. yeah. Peeling off those layers that aren't real. Oh god. The costume.
0: Dude. Huh. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny.
1: Past future costume. It's
0: so funny. I mean, we can <laughs> we can grow so much. I mean I, I I do I have a lot of wisdom. I have a lot of knowledge. I have mm-hmm. a lot of experience. I'm not discrediting all the time and work and you know, progress that I've made. But There's always so much further to go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's so much more growth. So many years of not, you know, taking care of someone else's poop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a uh, conversation that we have here. It's kind of an inside joke, I guess. But when you have,
1: if you have kids, then you know what we mean. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Especially if you have kids. four children almost seven years apart all of them <laughs> yeah eric's like,
1: really spaced out the butt wiping Yeah,
0: i got like 30 years of ass wiping <laughs>
1: <laughs> you realize you realized while picking up our dog Smokey's yeah. poop this morning on the walk <laughs> what more poop so i gotta be picking up <laughs> other, people, other people's poop <laughs>
0: yeah this- but it's okay. It's at the same time, it's like <laughs> I love my dog so much. And like, I'm happy to pick up his poop and not leave it in else's yard. And it's, you know, it's great. This is a great. He's got healthy poops. He's looking good for a dog his age. He's got a little bit of stuff going on. He won't be, won't be with us forever. I just want to appreciate him right now. He's been such a amazing companion. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So one one thing that I want to bring into this conversation, if we can before I have to dip out of here. we got about 20 minutes left. Where we absolutely have to go. And that is the big time sink, the big distraction from now, which is social media. Mm-hmm. It's that That's a, that's another big piece of this that started coming together for me. I've got so many freaking WhatsApp groups and signal groups and uh, Telegram, Telegram groups. I just got added Instagram. To, uh, some other kind of group. I got Instagram and Facebook and blah, blah, blah. like we're missing blah. a few. There's the others. <laughs> There's more. But like, I started getting like, you know, these conversations coming in that I don't really like, I have no involvement. I have no real investment in these conversations. There are other people that are having conversations that either want me to be in the conversation, or they're just having a conversation and I'm involved in the conversation because I'm part of the group. And it's just like, It just hit me like I was trying to, I was thinking about how to respond to a conversation that I really wasn't enthusiastic about about being a part of, and it's just like, why, why the fuck are you doing? You're like spending all this time thinking about how you're going to respond to someone else's conversation. It's such a distraction. From right here, right now, mm-hmm. going on Facebook and going on Instagram and just scrolling away at whatever the pictures are or getting involved in the conversations and the arguments that are happening.
1: Social media is when we get the opportunity or usually for me, it's like a forced out situation, like I've lost my phone or mm something where I just have to tap out of it Mm -hmm. for a few days or a week or whatever it is. And then it dawns on me how creepy social media is. is. Like it is really incredibly creepy. Like I woke up this morning and I haven't really been on social media, had this wake up call for the fricking thousandth time about social media whenever it was we did, I think it was a few podcasts ago or something. We were talking about it Mm. in regards to business and where we're putting our time and all these social media posts and realizing how much time we were putting into content creation and like it's been six months or whatever around that time we've been putting all this time and energy and thought into content creation and, for what, like mm-hmm. weighing, the, putting our time and energy there versus into actual people and mm-hmm. conversations mm-hmm. um, that are real
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the now. yes, <laughs> And actually building bonds and relationships with people, yeah. like ha- having this awakening that that is what we, that's what I really want. I don't want to get on Instagram again and scroll. Like I don't want to do that. I it's so it's the opposite of fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. And I would so much rather take the time and ask myself, who have I not touched base with in a while? Like I would rather reach out mm-hmm. to a friend.
0: Or building like we've talked about the online communities that were forming with Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. You know, there there I think that there are valuable places to put our energy in virtual space the podcast is one right this this is one it's it's more i think content or conversations that are more considerate and thorough and complete mm-hmm. and not just like this disjointed hey i'll pop in and say something and then i'll check back in to see what other people said about what i said and,
1: right which is kind of i guess that's how social media started was the idea of having a community of Mm -hmm. real people Mm -hmm. that all had the opportunity to come together in one space Mm -hmm. and share Mm -hmm. lives together in an easier way. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciate that Mm -hmm. about it's how it originated. However, it has gotten completely out of control and is a marketing tool now Mm -hmm. that is that is what social media has come to be is mm. a way to sell things to Somebody people trying to get, to your get people mm. into a group you're i mean there's just that's got to be the majority of it oh, right yeah. now is just people getting on social media for their business mm-hmm. to try and get people into groups and convert them into sales mm-hmm. and
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is so hard to sort through what is what on social media and who is who and mm-hmm. intentions and it is not it's not what it was when it first was created
0: yeah and it's just it's just taking us away from the moment it's taking us away from right now and putting us into some pretend what if space what if i say this and then how's people going to respond and what if i post this and what are people going to say and what are people going to think and are they going to like it and
1: i love it when people i, I saw somebody comment on a friend's Post the other day, which was, it was a you know it was trying to, it was a post about COVID and you know how any post about COVID, is, set up to go. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it was this really long, thread of conversation, and I saw one comment where somebody started off the comment with, you know. I normally don't comment on facebook posts like these because they listed off like three different reasons why they don't normally comment on debate type facebook posts mm-hmm. and then they proceeded to comment on their mm-hmm. opinion mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the post yeah. which is so funny to me like
0: sure everybody cared and everybody changed their minds <laughs> and I just convinced everybody to yeah. think differently
1: Because it is, there's no face, there's no, like, I can't imagine, of all the people in that, in that conversation on Facebook, which was probably like, ended up being like 30 people,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. if they were all in a room, I bet you anything, they, 99% of them would not have been speaking to each yeah, other talk different, yeah. like they were yeah. on Facebook. There's no way you can't talk to somebody like that no, face you, to face. No, yeah, <laughs> you, can't, you
0: can't talk to my, like sit in the room with 20 people and call someone curse <laughs> their mother, fucking, and their yeah, dead some mother some and shit. Your, your dead mother would be rolling in her grave kind of shit. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's like, that's the whole thing, man. I'm not going to be, it happened b- back in Jamaica when I was really busy with a lot of different things and conversations. And there were a lot of people that were reaching out to me on the WhatsApp threads and stuff. And like, it just kind of came to a point where I just decided I was not that like, say, 90% of my communication was going to be with people who were right in front of me because it's just taken away from everything that I'm trying to deal with right here, right now. It, it didn't hit me as hard back then, the power of the present, you know, it was just kind of a way to manage my stress. Like I'm just too fucking stressed to be dealing with all this. I'm not going to be having conversations with people that are not in front of me. And that's that experience then informed a lot of what I came to feel within the last two days. Cause like that was kind of a precursor where I, I had that same, I kind of remembered, like, oh, yeah, I remember that, Eric, where you decided, like, you're only going to communicate with people that are right in front of you. People that are, like, actually involved with your life. Like, there's these groups, these psychedelic groups that I belong to that are, like, a Jamaican psychedelic association Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And it's just, like, I don't fucking care. Like, you are not a part of my life. You're not a part of my life. And... We don't. If we don't have a bond, if we don't have some kind of vested interest in each other's growth and success, like I'm just not putting the energy there. I don't mm-hmm. have it. I want to put it right here. I want to love my dog while he's still alive. I want to love my wife. When we just found out that Courtney's father's best friend just out of nowhere woke up dead this morning. You know, like Mm. guy was like, what, 50, 60 years old, pretty Mm -hmm. healthy guy. Mm -hmm. Woke up dead. Like, I don't don't want, I I, I don't want that. I mean, I mean, we're all going to, that's going to happen to us all. But I I want to value the time that we have. I'm not going to spend time thinking about the time that I didn't value. I'm not going to spend time spinning circles in how I should have done this or should have done that. I'm going to soak up this moment right now. I'm going to look you in the eyes. I'm going to just make mm-hmm. good food for our children and our family and yeah just treat people and good treat people good and just you know like and you know respectfully decline to get involved in situations and things that are taking away from my now i had uh had a blast from the past come back up yesterday and wanting to drag me into their now and not doing it i respectfully decline mm-hmm. so i encourage uh you know, all of us to really consider that it's been a major, major wake up for me. It's going to continue to be. I hope that I've been able to express to some degree the value of this little revelation that I've had. Um, and the next conversation that Courtney and I are going to be recording is around this topic of kindness particularly in social media, because Mm -hmm. it's been really.
1: And in elementary school terms, talking nice to each other, talking
0: nice to each other. It's been really disheartening to see how many people that we know and care about from different spheres who are butting up against each other and just really not talking nice to each other. And, uh, it's, it's not a recent thing. This has been, it's been an issue in our culture, for a while and it's something that I'm guilty of too at times and we can all stand to be you know a little nicer for sure Mm -hmm. um and it's just it's something that we want to explore in our next conversation so Mm -hmm. hopefully this conversation for you right now has been (laughs) (laughs) beneficial
1: Uh, yeah I yeah I hope this conversation helps you all help me savor the gift of the present Mm. and yeah, really looking forward to our next conversation and about she talking
0: nice. I'm a big
1: like, gesture person, which gesture. is really it's a disservice to you all. We don't have video <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. that is a large part of my expression. Yeah, so maybe one day.
0: Yeah, we're both just nice to look at too.
1: That's right. <laughs> That's right, baby.
0: <laughs> all right, love you all. Thanks so <laughs> love much. Love you. Thank you for being.
1: Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Till next time the beating of the drum